welcome to Heart of Purpose Podcast, your source for hope, life, faith, and a community filled with women seeking God, seeking Jesus, and seeking to live with a heart of purpose every day. And really, that is to live in hope. And with everything going on, I am just so excited you are here. I am so excited for what God is going to do with this community. So welcome, enjoy, take it in, and don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter to receive encouraging messages every week, along with daily prayers over at Prodos on Instagram. So thank you again for joining me, and may God bless you with this message today. Hi guys, I hope you are doing so, so good. Um, you know, I I got some sunshine this week, living in Oregon, the Pacific Northwest. It's super rainy all the time, um, especially in the winter and in the fall. So thank the good Lord, we got some sunshine, and we were able to just spend so much time outside with the boys, and it was just such a great blessing, and it just refresh my soul, you know, like I came from California, moving from California to Seattle and then now to Oregon. And I just still miss those sunny, the sunny SoCal days, like, oh, just soaking in that sun on the beach. And, um, anyways, I just, it made me feel so good and just makes me motivated and inspired. So if you live in somewhere sunny, oh, I am jealous, but also, Oregon is pretty beautiful, so if you're ever in the area, let me know. Um, um, anyways, I hope you guys are doing great, and if not, welcome. After this, I hope that it fills your soul. I hope that you continue to listen on, and you know, we're in season two. We're on the end cusp of season two, and it's just incredible to see how much God has worked in not only like my life, but also just hearing, you know, different messages or different stories. I love it so very much. It's the reason why I started the podcast. It's, you know, I, I only see so much more potential in where this is going to go. So I just want to thank you for being a part of it and really allowing me to not only share my voice, but really grow in my voice because that is something that, you know, I haven't always felt confident in. I really struggled with even communication and even opening up or even sharing my opinions or sharing my beliefs. And, you know, those are just ways strongholds get into our life and really create our personality and who we are. But thank God for prayer. Thank God for his breakthroughs and for for just his grace and his strength because now I am more alive than ever and I feel so strong in sharing what God has given me and sharing just how much I love Jesus, you know, like I was not always this way. And so that's why I also love this because I want to be the encouragement for you to stand bold in your faith to wake up to what is happening in the world and to to align yourself with God and to align yourself with hope and to align yourself with faith and not fear. Um, there's just so much going on and, you know, I can never really capture it all in one of these things because I feel like I spend so much time just thinking and writing and reading um, that oftentimes it's hard for me to really just articulated, I guess, on a podcast, but that's why I'm so visual and I just really love 
you know, creating pictures and creating the visual aspect of where my heart lies or what God has put on my heart to talk with you guys about. But, you know, today I was thinking about it and I was just thinking about this past year. You know, it's it's been a struggle for the majority of people um, across the world, like not even America, across the world. And whether that affects you mentally with um, the isolation or if that affects you financially with a loss of job or maybe a loss of family member due to COVID, like there are so many facets of loss and, and there's so many different paths that the enemy would be able to get into. Do you, you know, like whether you are fearing or whether you are grieving, whether you are just mad and irritated, those are all ways, you know, for the enemy to just seep in and really take control over all of your thoughts and over how you respond to things. And I don't know, I just want to talk about hope because hope in uncertain times and in struggles and in battles is what keeps you fighting. Hope keeps you alive. It keeps you going when all seems lost. And and that's why hope is so important um, to live by and, and to be reminded about. Like, I could talk about hope every episode because throughout our week, things get to us, you know, whether that's frustration, irritation, heartbreak, pain, physical pain. Like, there's all of these certain things that come in and flood in, and without hope, it will take over our life. It will take over. And, you know, I I was thinking about hope because, you know, when I was going through so much of, ah, so many different times in my life where I was experiencing, whether that be heartbreak from breakups, um, whether that was just hurt from people's words, um, especially like childhood and adolescence. And, you know, even after the show, people's words hurt. And it's just interesting throughout every low Um, The ability I had to hold on to hope, to many people might seem odd, (laughs) just because, you know, I've always had this strong faith and belief that the best is yet to come. So even in my victories, even when I feel like I'm on top of the world, like, I know that there's more to come. Like, Jesus hasn't come back yet, so there is definitely more to come. And so I'm just always reminded about hope. And even when I would go through breakups back in my, you know, 20s or teens, my friends were always just amazed at how well I was able to flip the switch, you know, and and put on a good face um, and just really move on. I mean, deep down, I was, I struggled more than I let on. I was always really tough and I would never cry um, in public or with my friends, which is ironic because I'm just like a tear house now and I cry on like all the time. But it's just pretty funny to go back. It's because I had so many walls and so many guards up uh, from past hurt that I, I really fought to protect my heart and I really fought to to really, um, I don't know, just not be weak is what my thought process was, to not allow anyone to see me as weak. And that stems from childhood. But it's just crazy to look back and, you know, it's it's hope that kept me going. The flipping the switch when, you know, a, a breakup or, you know, a boyfriend just didn't work out. It's like, not all the time did it, did I flip a switch, but 
you know, it's it's just interesting in financial struggle. As hard as it was to decide whether I was able to get groceries or should I get gas, I held on to hope. I didn't know what my future held. I, I sought the Lord wholeheartedly during that time. And, you know, it was at my lowest that I believe I had even more hope. And I think that's because I didn't know what else I was living for. I felt so lost and um, just broke. You know, I had literally no money. I was constantly um, going red in my bank account and having to just pray that some miracle would happen because I just didn't make enough money working at a bridal store in Los Angeles. And um, I don't know, it was during that time that I realized just how much hope we are capable of. You know, the, the possibilities of hope are endless. If you just feel hopeless, oh, then you are at an even greater, um, like, it's going to be massive once you start feeling hope. It's going to change your world. It's going to change your life. And while I was going through these difficult times, um, especially this was like a year before going on to The Bachelor, I... I just held on to a couple verses, and so I'm going to share those verses today because I feel like they really got me through. They allowed me to seek the Word and Scripture, even though I barely knew any Scripture, but they kept me going, and they kept me alive, and it was the hope in those words, and it was the hope I believed in Jesus, and it was the hope that I knew that He had a better purpose for me. He, he had something better in store for me than I even knew for myself. And it goes the same for you. Like, whatever your situation is right now, where you just feel like there is no up from where you are, I'm I'm here to tell you there is. And you've got to just dig deep into your heart to hold on to that hope that something better is to come. And, And with hope, though, we need to have that confidence and that trust in the Lord. So I believe that my hope was so strong during that time because I put my full confidence in Jesus. I put my full confidence in what God can do because I was at a loss and I physically would not, could not get myself out of my rut. Like financially, I couldn't. My, like I wouldn't be able to get another job to provide. And it was just, I had to trust solely in God. And I think that's where such big hope comes from because The definition of hope is to wish for a particular event that one considers possible. And that reminds me of faith. You know, faith is believing in something unseen, but you can consider it to be possible. And, and I just, I just love that because you are wishing for something that you believe is possible and you have confidence and you have trust in that. And it's all over the Bible. I mean, you know, I believe what he says is true. And God is the author of the Bible. And so I just hold on to the hope I have in Jesus. I have, I hold on to the hope that during this time, during these years, during motherhood, during like when my children are older, like I have hope that he will protect them. I have hope that he will get us through this pandemic. I have hope that he will change the nations and lift them up and and bring unity. You know, I have hope that, you know, if it's not his will because it's, you know, prophecy is being fulfilled, then so be it. I have hope that no matter what tomorrow brings, he's got me. 
you know, and if he doesn't, you know, and even if tomorrow is my last day, I know that I believe in Jesus and I will see him on the other side. You know, like it's just so amazing to live in faith and, and to have God to lean into. I was so alone in Los Angeles, so alone. And like I said before, I was very guarded and reserved. And so not even my closest friends really knew like my deepest struggles. And I was solely alone and I just sought after God and he was my provider. He was my, my comfort. He was my blanket to snuggle up to when I was feeling afraid of what the future held. Um, you know, he was my roadmap and my compass to know what directions to take. He, he was my just, you know, discernment when I was given the opportunity to go on the show. Like that wasn't by chance and I wouldn't have done it if I felt doubt or if I felt that was not the path he had for me. But, you know, hope kept me alive. And I, even after, you know, Sean said goodbye to me um, on The Bachelor, I really, you know, I wasn't really that sad because I hold on to hope. And I knew that God had something bigger in store. Like if some a relationship doesn't work out, it's for a reason. And you can't fight it. You can't use your flesh or like, it's not, it doesn't work if God's not in it. It just doesn't work. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I've lived it. And you know, when you're in the, when you're in it with the relationship that you think is worth it, you fight for it. But in the end, like God knows best. And, um, so the, the verses I want to share are all ones that really kept me going and, and really pulled me through. I mean, all the way through the bachelorette and, and to the realization of beautiful Chris as my husband and, you know, going through all that other junk. Um, <laughs> if you watched it, it was crazy, but you know, I still hold on to hope even in those times of motherhood that were really, really hard when my child just was hard. Um, I hold on to hope that these are just seasons and that it is all for a reason. You know, there's there's purpose in pain. There's purpose in joy. There's purpose in everything. Um, during our home church gathering, we talked about Ecclesiastes and, you know, there's a time for everything under the sun. And throughout each season, no matter whether it's a good one or a bad one, I believe hope needs to be intertwined in every decision, in every thought that we have. When you're anxious or fearful or worry, that's not hope. You're not hoping. You're fearing for the future. You're fearing for the present. If hope fills your soul, fear goes out the window because it has no space. So like, what does your cup look like? My cup is full of hope. (laughs) Like, you know, of course there's spots where there's fear, but it's like, you know, if hope overflows my cup, there's no room for fear to get in. So I just want you to picture that. Like, what are you pouring into your cup right now? Are you pouring anxiety? Are you pouring worry? Are you pouring frustration, unforgiveness? Are you pouring just like drama (laughs) Um, or hate or anything? What are you pouring into that cup? Whatever you're pouring into that, that's what you're also drinking. You know, like if I'm feeling and pouring hope into my cup, I am also going to feel that hope and I'm going to continue to replenish with hope because Jesus is alive and well and he's continuing to fill us. When we seek God, he continues to put his hand on us and continues to guide us and continues to show us the path that he has for us. And so Jeremiah 29 11 is one of the most um, 
hope-filled verses that um, most people you'll see all over social media and you'll see everywhere else. But, you know, there's something beautiful about Jeremiah 29, 11 because it's not just the message of hope. You also have to always read before and after to get the main concept, like the context of everything, because otherwise you take it out of context and you'll be like, oh, I'm just supposed to have a, a future and a plan and and I'm not supposed to go through hard things. Times, but really in Jeremiah 29, 29 um, you know, you it's, we go through hard times. But the point is when you go through hard times, you can come out victorious and you can come out with hope. So I, I, th- I really encourage you to read through 29 because that gives the context of everything. But I'm just going to share. Um, I'll share verse um, 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Verse 12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. 14, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. So you can see through the, the story of Jeremiah, it's, he's talk, this is a letter to the exiles, and so he wants to bring them out of captivity. And so the hope that I love when he just throws these nuggets of hope in the middle of like a story of pain, you know, like... I feel like I find that all throughout the Bible where it's, you know, a story of pain or heartache or war. (laughs) There was lots of war. And there's always hope just intertwined in the middle or throughout the the chapter. And Jeremiah 29, 11 is just one of those that during my hardest times, I held onto that so deeply, so deeply. I knew that he would bring me back from the place I felt my lowest. I knew that he had a plan. He had a plan to prosper me, not to harm me. He had plans to give me a hope and a future. And he has plans to give you a future and a hope. And, you know, the more you just dwell on that verse and you just continue to read it, it says, for I know the plans I have for you. God knows our, he knows what our future holds. We just need to get in step with him and align our hope with him and align our mind with him, align our thoughts Align our heart with him. We can't do this alone. Life is hard, you guys. I'm sure many of you are experiencing the hardest times of your life right now. Life is hard. It's difficult. And even when it's good, it's hard. <laughs> you know? There's always so much, so many pressures to, um, to you know, make the right decisions, look the right part, and all these other things. And, you know, you just got to keep that hope alive that there's a better future for you. If you feel like you're at the top of your game, like, I'm telling you, there's even more to come. And if there's not, there still will be <laughs> um, in the future, even if you have to go through some dips. Like, we all, we got we got to go through the valleys to get to the mountains. And it's just trusting in the Lord and knowing that He has you and He will sustain you. And, you know, He will... I mean, it's just... It's just so crazy to me to look back at my lowest part and just to see how far I've come and to see the the path he had for me and the family he had for me, the husband he had for me, the place, my home. Like I could have never fathomed any of this. I always felt my worth wouldn't be, you know, what he has given me, you know, and it's just really cool to look back and be like, 
It was through faith and believing in Him that all could come to pass and I could make the right decisions and I could walk the steps that He wants me to walk. You know, even for my children, I, I, you got to pray even what He has for them. Got to know that discernment and walk in the walk in line with God. And another verse that um really kept me going was um, Matthew seven seven. I believe it's also in um, the other gospels, but um the other chapters. But Matthew seven seven is um one about praying and really what God wants to give you. So ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. And so this one really kept me going and kept me alive because I had the faith to believe that what I was praying to God and what I was asking for him to do in my life would happen. I believed it with all of my heart and I didn't take the reins away from him. I I didn't say, I need this to, like, I need A, B, and C to happen in order for me to be happy. I just said, you know what? I ask to be in step with you. I ask for provision. I ask for protection. You know, I, I ask for things that he wants to give all of our children, his children. You know, I didn't ask for like a sports car. (laughs) You know, I'm not asking for materialistic things. I'm asking for wisdom. I, I, I prayed for wisdom for that whole year. I prayed for discernment. I prayed. And you know what? I truly believe he gave all of those to me and much more. He gave me the opportunity to have a platform, to to be able to do this, to be able to reach more people. And I know all of that is for a reason. But if I didn't go through that hard time, I may not be here because then I could just do everything myself. I didn't have to rely on Jesus. I didn't have to rely on my faith. I didn't have to rely on hope to get through. And that's why the the hardest moments you go through are going to be the most vital and the most important for God to be able to use you and lift you up and bring you out of the darkness and truly lift you up to where you are supposed to be. I believe that with all my heart. And so Matthew 7, 7 was just such a powerful verse for me because I trusted, (laughs) I believed, you know, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be open to you. But like I said, that's not mere materialistic things. And this isn't prosperity teaching. This is, you are going to go through hard things, but God is for you. He is with you. He is not against you. And there is hope to stay alive in him, to stay strong and to know that there is a better day to come. The best is yet to come. Believe it with all of your heart. Grab onto it. Do not let fear to creep in. Oh, fear is just running rampant right now. And it's disheartening to see how crippling it is making everybody. Remove that fear. And it's not even just fear of COVID or fear of getting sick or fear of loss or fear of your job. It is fear of man. Like, I have had to seek deeply with the Lord to remove the fear of man in order to be bold and to share like what he wants me to share because the fear of man is crippling you know just go on social and you'll see everything you know like if you are afraid to tell people you're christian or you are afraid to even share jesus with your friends or family that is the fear of man and you know is i spent years battling the fear of man years i would say i'm not even i i have to die to myself every day in order to release the fear of man especially with having more people and more eyes on every single word I say or every post I make. Like it can be debilitating and 
I just don't want you to grab hold on that. I don't want you to agree with fear. Remove it now in the name of Jesus. Like, do not align yourself with fear. Align yourself with hope. The hope in Jesus and the hope in God. And you will come out victorious. I believe this with all of my heart. And I just want (laughs) to instill it in your heart as well so that you can hold on to hope. And know that even if you have to go through another harder road or another struggle or another loss, that he still loves you and he still wants the best for you. And that if you continue to be faithful through it all, that you, your reward is in heaven, you know, like it's everlasting life. And so I just want you to believe that and hold on to it and let it sink in. And I'm just going to leave you with that. My son's now, um, needing me. (laughs) So I've got to get going. And that's why I'm trying to multitask and do everything. But I just, I'm so thankful for you guys. And I'm just so thankful for this opportunity and the ability to juggle motherhood and podcast um, and everything else. But I just want to leave you with a prayer so that you can go about your day with some hope. (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for everyone listening. I thank you uh, for their lives, Lord God. I thank you for the path you have for them. I thank you for the purpose you have for them. I thank you, Father, for their gifts. I thank you for their life. I thank you for everything that you are going to give them and instill in them so that they may help other people who are going to be going through the same thing. I pray that our story and our pain has purpose. I pray, Father God, for everyone listening to find healing and to find restoration in their life and to really find strength deep within to hold on to hope. I I pray, Father God, over Xander right now as he's kind of crying and a little upset. I pray for all the mamas out there who also have little babies who need who need um, love and attention. And I just thank you, God, for everyone. And I just pray that everyone has such a beautiful day. And, you know, come back. I'll be here next week. <laughs> all right. Take care and love you guys.